The God of Mischief is back and better than ever. Loki. 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 Wow. Great to see you again. Critics agree. Loki season two is marvelous. Great. And it's finally here. How much do you know? Let's assume I don't know much. A mind-bending adventure. Spectacularly cinematic. I've been waiting for a moment like this. It surpasses all expectations. A little over the top, don't you think? I thought it was spot on. Loki Season 2. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. You are listening to Habs and Minded. Brought to you by HabsEyesOnThePrize.com. Hello and welcome to Hapsent Minded. My name is Jared Book. As we continue Hab's Eyes on the Prizes, look at the top 25 under 25. And we finally reached the top five. And it's been a long, a long process. Uh, once again, giving uh, Patrick Bexell, Anton Rosgard uh, a little bit of a break. They, they've uh, done a lot of the heavy lifting in this podcast series that we like to uh, use to to complement the the website and if you only listen to the podcast uh definitely go look at a, at the website as well and if you're you know reading the website while listening to these make sure you go back and listen to any that you uh, might have missed in your uh, favorite uh, podcast provider Spotify Apple Google it's all it's all there and in the fifth spot for our our countdown, and really, I, I suppose it's really the the sixth spot if you count Jesperi Kotkaniemi, who's obviously uh, no longer in the rankings, so everyone moves up a spot. But Caden Gooley is a guy who is moving up in these rankings. He was eighth a year ago after being the, uh, the Canadians' first round pick in 2020, 16th overall. And I, I, I really like Caden Gooley. And I think that he's somebody, and I talk about this in, in the article, somebody who was judged at the draft for, by, for, for being somebody that he, for who he wasn't. And I'm not even talking about the style of player he was. I just mean people were looking at who was available, and you have forwards like Dawson Mercer and Hendricks LaPierre, Maverick Bork. Connor Zary, a, a bunch of different forwards who, who would have been available at the time. And it, it kind of seemed like they were looking, maybe stretching a bit for, for defense. And you have obviously Gooley and, and you know, Braden Schneider is another guy who was in that range and available at the time. But once you watch Caden Gooley play, and whether it was in his brief stint with the Laval Rocket in the AHL, whether it was at the World Juniors, which is where most people would have watched him, or if you're really lucky, his his two games that he, he played in, in the WHL bubble before uh, suffering a hand injury, what you see is that he is a very good skater. And I, I think that's a, it's a little bit of a fallacy or, or maybe a, a, a trick that our minds play on us that, you know, if you're big 
and you don't put up a lot of points, you're a stay-at-home defenseman. And if you're small and you put up points, then you you can't really play defense. <laughs> and, 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 you know, it, it's kind of... The truth is usually in, in the middle. And, and Gooley is not somebody who's going to score a lot of points. And at his size, which is, you know, six foot three, you know, around 200 pounds, maybe a little bit over 200 pounds, is that he's a great skater. And not a great skater for his size, just a great skater. And, and that is something that is obviously important in today's NHL. But it's especially important when you look at a guy his size and and really that was the first thing that stuck out to me when when looking at him after he was drafted is that oh he's not just a big body who hits people and stays where he is there's a lot to like about his game whether it's you know skating with the rush or or, or shutting down the rush when when opponents come at him and you know Mitch Brown who used to write for uh, Eyes on the Prize and now uh, is with Elite Prospects does tracking, and Caden Gooley has very high marks in terms of his rush defense and preventing controlled zone entries from the opponent. And that is something that he did at the World Juniors very well. That's something that he has done, he did in his draft year, and, and you know, really what his calling card is. And, and once you see him play, you see the other things about his game. He's he has a big shot, very big shot. He, he had two goals at the World Juniors, uh, one of which was a booming slap shot from the point, and then another one was him, you know, joining the rush, jumping up into play, and really in his first shift at the World Juniors, he, he ended up scoring a goal. He also added this, so he had three points at the tournament. As an underage player, he's still eligible for this year's tournament. He and Jamie Drysdale are the only players from Team Canada a year ago who are eligible for the roster. This year, uh, Jamie Drysdale is probably not going to be available for that. He might be in the NHL, but I think you have to look. You know, I think there's a better chance that Caden Gooley is not only on the team and playing a big role, but just yeah, I think he might be the captain of that team. And you know, he was the only defenseman at the summer summer showcase who was a returning player. Uh, Drysdale was invited but did not attend that tournament so or that that training camp so it will be interesting to see what happens and and this is his first real NHL look he had time with the rocket last year which he wouldn't have normally uh, as a as a player who was under 20 he only turns 20 uh, next January and in, in his time with the AHL he didn't look out of place either and this is his first NHL look. He'll be able to play some preseason games. He is right now in rookie camp. He's skating on a pairing with Matthias Norlander, where Gouli is on the left-hand side, Norlander is on the right side. And and that's obviously going to be the top pairing for, for this Canadiens team in, in their three scrimmages. But when it comes to the NHL camp, he should get preseason action. Uh, and I, I don't think it's necessarily likely that he stays in the NHL this year, or even that he gets uh, you know a few games in his nine-game trial before he can be sent back down to junior. But what I what I would 
not be surprised with is, is him going back to Prince Albert where he was captain a year ago as an 18-year-old and, and then this year going back for his final year of junior. And and he should be a, a dominant force in the WHL if, if that's where he ends up. And and I, you know, I had him in, in the top five. Uh, I had him I, ahead of some of the, one of the players who is still to come in this ranking. And it, for me, I just think there's a ton of upside here. I, I just think he's, you know, you can pencil him in, in, in the top pairing or the second pairing, 20 to 25 minutes a night, penalty kill. He can play on your power play. Maybe not quarterback it, but he can definitely shoot from there on your power play. And, and he's still not even 20 years old. And, and I think that there's a very good chance, if not, you know, a, a really good chance that, you know, a year from now, we're talking about Caden Gooley making this NHL team, even though he'd be eligible to go to the AHL next year. I, I think that, you know, there's a, a real possibility that he can make the jump to the NHL as soon as, as next season. And, and like I said, maybe even play games this year. You know, he'll have a chance to, to show his stuff in, in training camp. And, you know, he's coming off of a hand injury that, that kept him off the ice until June of of this year. So he's still working back and playing a little catch-up uh, of getting on the ice and, and training. So it will be very interesting to see what happens. And when when you look at the... Gooley, for me, is really where the 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 future meets the present in this ranking. You you look at the previous, you know, players in this ranking, uh Ryan Paling was number six, uh Caden Primo number seven, Jesse Ullinen number eight, Jordan Harris number nine, and Sean Farrell number ten. Th- those are guys, you know, other than than, you know, Paling and Primo and, and Ullinen, I guess, are a few years away. And Gooley is is really the last one where he's a few years out, and you know might not play in in the NHL for for a year or two. But I I think that there's definite upside there. I I don't I don't necessarily think that he will be a a Norris Trophy winner or anything like that. But I think there's a real possibility of him. You know, you look at the Montreal Canadiens the last two years in the playoffs, that big four, whether it's, you know, Ben Chirot and Jeff Petrie and Shea Weber and Joel Edmondson or, or Brett Kulak the year before. And, and what I see there is, is in Keane Gooley is a guy who can just step right into that, you know, when he's at his, at his peak. And, and I think that he's going to be you know, a lot of people were looking at, at him as, as a potential partner for Shea Weber on, on the left side. Obviously, I, I don't think that that's very likely uh, due the, to the Weber's injury concerns. But for me, I, I definitely like him as a prospect. I think he's, without a doubt, an NHLer in the future. Uh, I, I even think, without a doubt, a top four defenseman on a, on a team. And it's I'm I'm excited to see what he can do. Obviously, on Saturday there's going to be a first rookie camp game. His first, you know, he played some scrimmages with Team Canada over the summer in the summer showcase in Calgary. So it's not like he hasn't played any games recently. But I, I'm I'm very 
excited to see what he's brought to his game, what he's been able to develop. Uh, you know, he mentioned in his media availability on Friday about how he's, you know, he worked on every practice. He works on making decisions with the puck, making quick decisions on passing, not stick handling too much because, you know, when you get to the AHL and even the NHL, there's not much time to do that. And if you make a mistake there, you know, he said that the puck usually ends up in your net. So it's he there's still development to do. There he's not a perfect player. There are his decision making, his awareness, um, you know, getting used to the pace and and being a move ahead and knowing what he's gonna do with the puck before he gets it, knowing what he's gonna do defensively before he has to make a decision. Stuff like that is stuff that's going to develop, like with any young player. But you talk about a a defenseman who who fits right into the Montreal Canadian style of play, and I think I think Keegan Gooley does that. So a little quick look at 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 Gooley from me uh, to to wrap up this this uh, this week at, at Eyes and the Prize, and we're we're getting into the the nitty gritty now. Uh, training camp is is less. You know, the first preseason game is less than ten days away. The opening of training camp is less than a week away, and it's uh, it's an exciting time at highs at eyes on a prize, uh, at absent minded. Uh, we have a, a Patrick is the reason why Patrick's off the last two days is because he has some some fun stuff planned for you guys, and, and I'm excited to to see it and, and to listen to it as well. As we get into the top four of this ranking, you know who the players are, right? It's it, There's no surprise. If you've been paying attention to the list, there's four guys left. Matthias Norlander, Alexander Romanov, Nick Suzuki, and Cole Caulfield. And really, in any order, you can't really go wrong there. But it'll be a, a lot of fun to see. As we go, obviously Patrick is is somebody who has watched uh, Romanov and Norlander a lot. Uh, Suzuki and Caulfield are two players who are expected to play huge roles for the Canadians this year. And it will be a lot of fun to uh, to keep tabs on them as the years go on. Because like we mentioned uh, in the introduction a long time ago, if you go back to the podcast, uh, me and Anton were talking about it. Not a lot of graduates on this list. So a lot of the, almost all of these guys, except for two, will be there next year, pending, of course, any players who leave the organization. And then we have the draft in Montreal, a lot of players to be added as well. So it's going to be a lot of fun going forward. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time on Hapsin Minded. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.